This is Lee, and in this episode, Moore and I will talk about advanced and creative change management ideas to get people to move in the direction you want. Hello, thank you for joining us. This is What Counts, a podcast created by Trailblazer Consulting. Here we highlight proven solutions developed through our experience working with companies across various industries, and we talk about how you can apply these solutions to your company. We share our experience solving information management challenges like creating and implementing a records retention schedule, creating an asset data hierarchy, or helping with email management. This is Lee, and in this episode, Moore and I will talk about advanced and creative change management ideas to help move people in the direction you want. Maura, what are your thoughts on this subject? Hi, Lee, and thanks for asking. As we've been talking about change management over the past few episodes, it's really brought back a lot of interesting memories for me, Um, different projects over time and how successful or unsuccessful they were, depending on our ability to connect with the users. And a couple of key examples came up after we had finished talking about the communication techniques the other day uh, that I was thinking, wow, those were really cool ideas and I would love to be able to recreate them in other organizations. So in the first case, we had a small company that was spinning off from a large company. And in addition to the sort of normal stress of companies spinning off, so you have financial obligations and data that have to change, you have operational obligations and data that have to change hands, You have people that are used to working in a big organization, having to get used to working in a small organization. And what does that mean? And in a lot of ways, it means more freedom, but it also means more responsibility. And so on top of that change, we wanted them to go from 15 years of complete freedom on email and in fact, dependence on, this is the only place we have to store anything into not any restrictions on email, but they weren't allowed to bring everything from the old company with them because they'd been in that company long enough that they had worked on different things that weren't part of the spinoff. And so the parent company wanted to be sure that their data was protected and that it didn't go with their their former employees into this new company. And the only way that you can do an email project like that is individual people have to do it. And, you know, we just went through this with another client last year and we made everybody look back. But in that case, at least there wasn't any, there were no legal requirements coming down on them saying, well, this doesn't even belong to you anymore. So with this earlier company, we had that extra added pressure of if you take this wrong thing and you say it's a record, then actually you could cause a lot of trouble because you aren't supposed to have that. So how do you get a thousand people who are under pressure to make these changes and still continue growing and they were doing construction and they were doing new deals and they were trying to move everything at the same time. How do you get them to focus on 15 year old emails to make sure that they weren't taking anything they shouldn't take. And so we tried a lot of the techniques that we've already discussed. We did in-person training for a thousand people. We went to different offices. We handed out checklists. The training was mandatory. Everybody had to sign up. Everybody had to go to it. And if you didn't, the managers were given reports of who hadn't come and we had to track everybody down and make sure they all came. And those things all were helpful. And especially if we sat with somebody and looked at what they had with them and helped them do the drag and drop over to the new location. But the thing that really struck me when I was thinking about this topic the other day 
is the CEO of that company was so on board and behind this effort. And he did three key things that stood out to me as unusual in the world of change management and very, really, really helpful. The first was he mentioned it in a town hall meeting. It was top priority. There were four top priorities for the company that year. And one was getting your email cleaned up. The second thing is he did his own cleanup. He didn't ask his assistant to do it for him. So that set a great example. But the third thing and the, the kind of fun creative idea is they had a great communications team at that company and he made a video where he was mission, mission possible cleaning up his emails and they showed him walking into the building, taking off his fancy sunglasses and sitting down at his computer and cleaning up his emails. It was about a 30 second clip. They did it high quality production and they pushed it out to every single user on the one morning. They pushed it out when you first logged in on your computer. Everybody saw this video of the CEO cleaning up his email. And it made an impact. Everybody listened. Our, our training attendance went up after that. And we got this project done in the amount of time that was allowed under that transition. So that was a, a very cool idea that we haven't been able to recreate with another company, but that I think about every time. Is this the time to bring up the video idea? But that seems incredible to uh, wake up in the morning and have your laptop or you log into your laptop and boom, there, there's the CEO telling you that he's doing it, you need to. I think that's pretty powerful and motivational. It really was. And that combined two of our key, two or three of our principles here. We had a champion. He was a senior you know, executive leader demonstrating this behavior. And then the kind of fun, creative push communication. So the closest we've come to that, that idea was in the email project last year. And I've talked a lot about that in different, different episodes for different reasons, but I haven't mentioned this before. In addition to the company-wide emails that we pushed out and the company-wide trainings that we recorded, you know, the seven different trainings, 12 different sessions of those trainings, along with the individual and small group trainings that we did for everybody, we also, near the end of the project, when people were kind of tired of hearing from us, um, but there was still one more big step they had to take, and that was we were going to get rid of all the PSTs. So we had cut off the ability for anybody to write to a PST, that is to write to a local storage of emails. Um, we'd cut that off early in the project, but people still had six months at that point to go look in their old PST files and pull out any email records that they needed or any emails that they wanted to save for reference. And as we got kind of counting down to the point where we were going to actually not allow them to even access those PST files anymore, which came at the end of the year, we thought about, is it time for another training? Is it time for another email? And instead, what we did was we put two different kind of cute little cartoon graphics on the lock screen on the computers. So if you were logged into the network and your computer locked up, you know, after a pod, you know, after a certain amount of time of inactivity, then the lock screen would come up. And that was something that came all the time. They would see, you know, different messages. They rotated by the week. And we had our two rotating every other week for about the last six weeks of the year. And one of them had an email going through a shredder 
because your PSTs were going to go away. <laughs> so it was to remind you that you had to go through the PSTs and go away. The other one was moving, moving mail into boxes and being like, okay, it's time to, time to archive, time to clean up. Um, and people noticed them. They had an impact. And it was, it was a cute kind of fun way to talk about, okay, it's time to get rid of your PSTs. It's no longer an option. They are going away for you. And just something different from the trainings and the emails that we had inundated people with earlier in the, in the game. Yeah, I can easily see people becoming numb to the emails when they get it in their inbox, right? Uh, that's about that again. I know I got to do it, but I'm just going to push, push that event in my calendar further and further out. But if you see it on your lock screen, and yes, you're able to go through it, you're able to get in. It's not like you were locked out, but you see, you see it on your lock screen, you can tell right away that they're really trying to do something to get you to move in a direction. So um, it's not just an email, it's something else. So yeah, I guess I really do have to get to it. That's kind of cool. Cool idea. It was, and it was fun because, yeah, you do get emails every day. And, and actually, that was one of the concerns that came from the communications team at this company was we don't want people to get so used to seeing our you know header in their inbox, the X company communication, that they start ignoring them or deleting them without reading or anything like that. Um, so the idea of switching it up and using the lock screen was a really turned out to be a really great idea helped help the communications team so they didn't feel like they were being saturated and it made a different impact on people from the earlier stuff we'd done so anyway so just some other ideas to think about when you're looking for ways to connect with your audience to help them to understand the change you want them to make encourage them to ask questions and also set an example this is important we need you to make this happen. We're not trying to make your life harder, but we need your help. So it worked. It's worked well for us. And it's always looking for a chance to do another video with somebody. If you have any questions or additional suggestions on change management uh, items that you've done or found very interesting in your company that moved people in the direction you wanted, please send us an email at info at trailblazer.us.com. Or look us up on the web at www.trailblazer.us.com. Thank you for listening and please tune in to our next episode. Also, if you like this episode, please share it with people in your social media network. That will help us get the podcast out to a wider audience and allow us to help more people. As always, we appreciate you, the listeners. Special thanks goes out to Jason Blake, who created our intro music. Thanks, Lee, and thanks, everyone. Look forward to the next time. <laughs>